The following has been pre-recorded for a podcast at this time.
Cut it short. I thought it was a transitional piece oh. of that album. Mm, okay. There you go. It's mostly a short form, as in short song album. Yep. And uh, from Deerhoof, except for the last song, which I think is about 10 minutes long, but it's kind of similar to the XTC Black Sea you were talking about, where go. the last song is. A little weird off kilter, yep. so it might be kind of dissonant to listen to. Well, welcome in episode 77 of the Win-Win Situation podcast. Oh, that's right. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, welcome, yeah, one yeah. and all. Yeah, we have uh, we have no idea when we're going live, but that's okay, too, as long as we're able to take have use of the uh, media center. And, and bring you bring content you, weekly. Bring you the goods every chance we get weekly that's right yeah so anyway welcome everybody that was deer hoof the first song off the second side of their 2007 album called friend opportunity that they, song in particular is called cast off crown did they play that song the other night when you saw them they did not <sighs> shameful but they played a wide array from their catalog it's always a fantastic show when Deer Hoof is playing. Mm-hmm. It was a joy, and even my girlfriend enjoyed it. How about that? Yeah, isn't that something? Yep. I was not expecting now, my girlfriend to be into the music of Deer Hoof, but now, here we are. Wasn't surprises. Was the band uh, able to talk after the show? I mean, did you get to introduce your girlfriend to Hitomi and all, all the others? No, the show ended late, very late, about 12.30 until it was all said and done. So we booked it right out of there. We were tired. However, I know from prior experience that the band is very approachable. And this is actually a bit of a fun story. The one, I think it was the first concert that I had been to myself, just alone, and it was a Deerhoof concert in 2017. This was right before I started playing the drums. In Philadelphia? Nope. In Baltimore. Oh. So I had gone to a couple shows with friends before that. But this was my very first time going to a show. And I had newly discovered Deerhoof from Spotify. They have playlists curated for discovering new music. 
and I had heard a song by Deerhoof, and I thought, this is incredible. I had searched them up and found that they were playing a show. And and where were they playing? They were playing in Baltimore at the Auto Bar. Well, history repeats. Yep. It was October of 2017, and I was playing baseball at the time at Community College of Baltimore County on Dundalk's campus. And it worked out really well on that particular day because we had practice that ended early. I was able to go straight over to the, to the auto bar, catch the show. I was there all alone. Of course, there was the crowd, but none of my friends were able to make it. And at that time, everybody had just started going away to college. I suppose I'm dating myself since I'm still in college. Anyway, I am blown away and I ask after the show how I can be in a band and I asked this to the guitarist Ed, Ed Rodriguez, and he was very encouraging to me. He said it's something that you just go out and do and you just keep at it and look get and better and better. <coughs> and look at you now. That's right. About a month after that show, I started playing drums. Yeah, yeah and I know that story. I've been sticking with it since then. Yeah. The drum story is another story. Yes, it is. So I, I honor your father and mother. That's right. Everybody, <laughs> honor your father and mother. But that deer hoof, that deer hoof show, it was was pivotal. the yeah. It really was a pivotal moment okay. in my life and. It's a special, very special band to me. Okay, that was very good. The sandwich song in the set was Giant Steps by John Coltrane from the album of that title, Giant Steps. It was probably released around 1960, 61 on Atlantic Records. But the, his, the train's us playing was just ferocious throughout. Oh, yeah. So Nothing like it. Nope. And there's a little video. Not, not since either. There's a video on YouTube about the music theory of the song. I couldn't keep up with it because I don't know music theory like that. But there's one detail in the video where when it came time for the pianist's solo, he had a hard time keeping up with the, I guess, structure of the song, being able to do a solo in that particular structure. And it ended up sounding pretty good, but... It was, that's why the piano sounds so fragmented because he was thinking through how in the world do I follow that up and do it around this tune. Yeah, there's a um, local jazz musician, Carl Flipiak. He plays guitar. He's well-connected with a sax player named uh, Gregory Tompkins and a keyboard player, Lafayette Gilchrist. And uh, Carl's Jazz Quartet did a uh, performance up at uh, Musicland in Bel Air which was an evening of Coltrane music. And some of the stuff is so complicated. You know, it's hard for one person to play these parts. So they have two to make wow. sure the parts can be done. And in the case of the Philippiac Quartet, Paul Hanna uh, played along with Gregory Tompkins. It was a fascinating evening. So anyway, and we started the show with, oh, Oh, brother, King Crimson. Yep, yep. That's, uh, that's, that's usually a, something that they close the shows with, not open. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting how it's the first track off of their 1975 live album, Live in the USA. It's just called USA, Nicholas, not Live in the USA. Sorry, sorry. How about how about this? The the album in which they were live in the USA called USA. Is there a song on there called Asbury Park? I think that's a jam. Yep, side two. Yeah. Okay. Is that a good one? Is that an idea for a future episode? Um, maybe we'll play it first and then you decide. That sounds like a good idea. So in the meantime, we're going to slow things down a little bit. Okay. You ready for this? I think I'm ready.
I really love that song. It's beautiful. It's it's a racket, but it's beautiful. It's a, it's a pleasant cacophony. That's a 
wonderful way of putting it. Yes. Uh, I like songs like that. Beautiful the, Noise. The Hope Blister. I can't read how, what year it's from. Maybe 2005. 1998. 1998, the year we were born. It's a Brian Eno song they covered um, called Spider and I. And uh, this was basically a carryover from this mortal coil. The Hope Blister. A wonderful tune. Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. And that 4AD track is very fitting, very, very fitting follow-up to my Bloody Valentine, which was the sandwich song in that set. This is off of their 2013 album called MBV, the acronym for My Bloody Valentine. The song is called New You, and... Like the Hope Blister, there's beautiful melodies through layers of sound. Yeah. And uh, that's always been my Bloody Valentine's style. This one is a little more tame, a l- little less noisy than some of their other stuff. But it's all really, really wonderful melodic music. They had, an, they had a hiatus for a long time. They made some stuff in the late 80s, early 90s, and took about 20 years for their next release to come out, which was MBV, the leader of the band. I'm not sure of his name, but he's very much a perfectionist. So I think it was hard for him to live up to his own standards. Is he still alive? Yes. Okay, because sometimes the people don't meet their standards of perfection, they usually go off and kill themselves. Well, thankfully... Or fall into deep catatonic stupors that are drug and alcohol-induced. <laughs> I don't know that close of a history of him. However, he seems to be all right, except maybe a little curmudgeon. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah. Robert Fripp is a curmudgeon. Yeah, so is Macon. So is your dad. So, anyway... Ah. No, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't label you a curmudgeon. I'd label you a partner for this wonderful podcast. (laughs) And also my dad, loving dad. Yeah, yeah, you're Pop the Turd Nugget. (laughs) No, no, no. A loving dad first and foremost. Yep, that was my job. I was talking to a gal at church on Sunday. And I said, you know, I didn't. I, I didn't set out to make it big during my career like most of my peers. I wanted to be a dad, you know, go to the ball games, after school stuff and so on. And I'm glad I did that because you only go around the, you know, you only go around once and you got to do it the best you can instead of thinking for yourself all the time. My opinion only, I know I'm going to piss people off, but, you know, there are others more important than yourself. That's the truth, and it's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow, but I think it, the world would be a better place if more people thought that way. Yeah, it, in fact, it would be uh, very sweet, like Sweet Jane, the opening cut of the set from Cowboy Junkies. Hey, how about it? Yeah, uh, Sweet Jane was, uh, a, uh, I think it was written by Lou Reed and performed by the Velvet Underground way back when. Nice. I do recall... That Sweet Jane, it's a popular track from the Velvet Underground. Yes, it is. 
and it's nice to hear it in this context. What's that band called again? Cowboy Junkies. Cowboy Junkies. They're Canadian. Canadian, nice. Not that it matters. Did they have any hits, or was it more of a uh, alternative? Uh, no, actually, what you heard is basically the way they sounded on the Trinity Sessions, I think, which is their first album, which I have on vinyl. And uh, the second album... Oh, this is a Trinity Sessions. But there was, All right. There was an album they had before that that I have on vinyl. I can't remember the name of it, to be honest with you. So anyway. That's a good deal. Yeah, I think so. So now we move on to more music. More you know, music. Do you know why we move on to more music? Why is that? Because this is the win-win situation, and we're winning and winning. And winning. Regardless of the situation. Yeah. So anyway, that was we've that created, was that was bad English. So well, we've created a winning system, <laughs> and there's a system of a down. Here is system of a down. System of a downer. Prison song. Drug money is used to rig elections. 
victims that train brutal covert sponsored dictators around the world. They're trying to build a prison. 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 So you and me to live in. Another prison to stop. Another prison to stop. Another prison to stop.
at the drive-in. That one is called Ticklish off of their 1996 album, Acrobatic Tenement. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was the debut for At the Drive-In. They would go on to do some popular tracks. Most notably for me is the track One-Armed Scissor. I believe that came out in 2000. And they had a they had at least two or three more albums after this. And I think some of the members, at the very least, the lead singer, went on to do the Mars Volta. That's where I think I heard that voice. At, yep. 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 So the Mars Volta is great stuff. At the drive-in is a little more raw. Still very good, very quality music. Yeah. Yeah. The sandwich song of this segment was Ask Dr. Stupid by Frank Zappa. One of his uh, many posthumously released records is one called Trance Fusion. Hmm. And uh, it's an interesting album of jams and so on. Ask Dr. Stupid. Very nice. That's my favorite soda, by the way, Dr. Stupid. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was having a discussion yesterday. With, with, was, with Dr. Stupid? No, almost. <laughs> Actually, it was pretty far off from Dr. Stupid. I'm trying to remember the context of this discussion, but we were talking about diet sodas. I would rather drink a sugared product than diet any day, but... Oh, that's right. I remember the discussion now. I was out mowing lawn. Oh, you're with Mr. Delinsky. That's right, and my buddy Jack, and we were discussing... Mr. Baseball, besides you. Yeah, one of my Mr. Baseball friends. We, We have a baseball clan us mr baseballers mm-hmm. so we were discussing diet sodas and and i said i don't really do caffeine but mr delinsky made the argument that diet dr pepper is the most accurate tasting diet soda and dr pepper Jack, zero sugar is dr pepper zero sugar I will agree with that. And Jack concurred. And they also agreed that Diet Mountain Dew is good. It's up there. It looks like antifreeze, though. Yeah, that's any Dr. Pepper. Oh, I'm sorry. That's any Mountain Dew, not Dr. Pepper. That's true. That's true. It must be the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper that help it stack up with or without real sugar. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, System of a Down. Is that is that a Def Jam release um, the label rick rubin producing no this is velvet hammer music and management group oh, oh wait i'm sorry sony music entertainment yeah but i thought it was def jam nope Are you sure yeah it's new metal maybe uh, it kind of looks like a def jam uh yeah, there's the American logo. Yeah, yeah, the American Def Jam. American logo. Rick Rubin have anything to do with that album? That's something for that's something uh, for the research. Okay, for the well. research tab. But in the meantime, that song is called Prison Song. The yep. the original the ti- 
not entitled track, but the opening track off of their 2001 album called Toxicity. Okay. And I'm su- I was surprised to find that I hadn't played any System of a Down to this point well, my on the show. Well, it's not never too late to start. So let's move on to more music. How much time do we have on this dog and pony show tonight? About half an hour more. Okay. So are we ready for some more? Yeah, we're ready for some more. I'll, uh, I'll right. shut my yapper. Uh, I'll shut mine too.
Actually, if you go to the Kensington neighborhood in Philadelphia, sadly, there's zombies walking all over the streets. I mean, these poor souls are just so drug-addled. China's winning the war, folks. They're out to destroy us, and Kensington is a good example of that. 
fascinating yeah perhaps i should do some research and maybe you should i mean you know consider the fentanyl crisis um approximately 300 people die each day in this country that's a rounded up to about 110,000 a year and uh the stuff's coming from china it's coming in through the southern border and no one's doing a gosh darn thing about it wow yep so my opinion but gizmodrome you know there's been zombies in the mall historically speaking there's a lot of blind eye turning to this stuff coming in the country from all sorts of different places of course you got uh i'm this is an invasion there's a lot of people especially young males of military age crossing the border illegally under whose orders We'll find out soon enough, in my opinion. All right, all right, all right. We'll see. Yeah, we will, won't we? Just on cue, I get a call from Grams. Oh, hi, Grams. So I should answer this. You should answer it. Maybe she's trying to call me, too. Hello? Hi, Grams. Put on the speaker. I'm doing well. We're uh, recording our podcast right now. Wait. Hi, Graham. My dad says hello. Yeah. Uh, no, I got some time. What would you... Um, tomorrow... Yeah, I can certainly drop by and take <laughs> some stuff. I think that's about all I'll be able to do tomorrow, but in the future I'll be a little more. Okay. Then. Well. Okay. Thanks very much. And I'll let you know when I'm on the way. I love you too. Bye, Graham. Graham's loves you. I love you too, Graham. Mama. Thank you. And let's go O's. Yep. Ed, up to nothing, top first. Good. Yep. Yep, sounds good. I love you. Bye-bye. All right. Well, we'll have to edit that out. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. For the protection of Hip-hop. those involved. <laughs> For the protection of the anon- anonymity of those involved. That's just, what word was that you were using? Anonymity. Anonymity. <laughs> For the anonymity. No, anonymity. Anonymity. <laughs> For the anonymity. 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 Yes. For the anonymity. For the anonymity. Anonymity. Of those involved, we have <laughs> skipped forward to Don't take this. Our Present moment yeah, don't for take the win-win this, situation. Yeah, don't take this out of the show. So what was that sandwich cut called? I well, think, uh, before Zombies in the Mall by Gizmodrome, Gizmodrome released in 2017, the sandwich cut of this set was by the B-52s called Dry County. Is, is it from Cosmic Thang? Yep. That's a great album. Yeah. That's fantastic. They're such a fun group. Yep. 
another gift from the college rock yep. scene of Georgia. Was it? Are they Athens, Georgia? Were they Athens, Athens? Georgia? Yep. yep. There's a Smyrna, Georgia, too. I wonder if there's any Greeks in Georgia with all these, you know, Greek-sounding names of towns and so on. And we opened the set with, on a roll, Bruce Coburn from the album O Sun, O Moon. Another great song. Just came out this year. Oh, holy smokes. Yeah. Actually, a few months ago. Coburn, 78. I love the chorus of the song. Time, time takes its toll, but in, in my soul, I'm on a roll. So, yeah, he's 78. He's got fewer days ahead of him as well, you know, like I do, and uh, kind of puts things in perspective. And one line, not, one, one line I really like a lot in this song is, I'm taking shelter in the light. So who's your shelter? Yeah, that's that's a good way to bring it all around to what matters the most. Yeah. And without being too bombastic. So Yeah. It's a great style yeah. of Yeah, he's, he's, I have most of his stuff. I started listening to him in the late nineteen seventies, uh, with his album Further Adventures of. Then I delved in a little bit to his earlier works on Columbia Records in Canada or CBS in Canada. And then he he charted in nineteen seventy nine with a song called Wondering Where the Lions Are which is basically the same type of theme uh, of eternity that uh, really, really is the the, uh, bellwether for this album. uh, Bellwether? You say bellwether? That's sort of like, you know, it's sort of like a theme, central theme of eternity. Wow. That's really, really interesting because last week, (sighs) bellwether was our word of the day in Toastmasters. And I didn't think I would hear it. I I certainly wasn't planning on using it. Yeah, maybe I used it in the wrong context. But bellwether. Bellwether. I like it. And it's uh, better than hot weather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking of this weather, well, that's another topic. Yeah. How about more music? Yeah, how about it? Is this Sonic Youth? No, something adjacent, Okay. some would say, although that might also be blasphemy. Oh, oh Nicholas, what did I tell you?
Play some closing music. How's that? Is that all right? Can We're we gonna do? play some clothing music. Clothing. Yeah. Oh, this sounds like sh- shirt music. What? Clothing music. Closing. So not pants music, not no, shoe no. music. It's this is uh, "Stranger on the Shore" by Mr. Ackerbilk. A very sad song, clarinet song. Who's Ackerbilk. Mr. Ackerbilk. His name is Mr. Ackerbilk. Mr. Ackerbilk. You know, know, Ackerbilk, but for Atlantic Records, he was Mr. Ackerbilk. Anyway, with that last set we heard. Look Sharp by Joe Jackson, really soon. Did did he have shoes? Was he shoeless? No, he wasn't (laughs) shoeless. I'm sure there were times in Joe Jackson's life where he was shoeless. I'm sure. So... So, Shoeless Joe, yeah. and I don't think he was a cheater. No, Joe Jackson was a is a great musician, and uh, you know came out with some really good stuff. Stepping Out was his first big hit, and I thought that was really good. And he likes jazz a lot too. Yeah, so yeah, swing I, music. Night and Day, I think I think that was the name of the album, Night and Day. Oh, nice. Yeah, something like that, or Day and Night, Night and Day. Anyway. The uh, sandwich song of the set was Does It Really Happen by Yes. This was the Buggles version of Yes with Jeffrey Downs and uh, Trevor Horn. Uh, Downs is still a member of the group, and uh, but uh, Trevor Horn went on to produce uh, two or three of the albums, including 90125 and uh, Big Generator. And uh, so, yeah, not a bad album. No, that song, it, that song is it, nice. It yeah. rips. Yeah, it does rip. Yeah, Chris Squire, man. Alan Waite, Steve Howe, Jeffrey Downs, Trevor Horn. And the opening song of the set was? The Good Life by Weezer. That off was, of their album Pinkerton, their sophomore album from 1994. It's a good, good track. It's one that I actually got from my friend Max. He gave me some records, Yay. and this was among them. Really? I think he gave it to me because he said, I really don't like this album. Do you want it? And I said, yeah. Wow. Maybe, and I really like the album. Maybe we should go through our books and give them the rest of them. No, I'm just kidding. But Anyway, that's it for uh, 77 Sunset Strip, Route 77 the 77th edition of the win-win situation podcast. Thank you, Towson University, for use of the media center. Hopefully we'll go live someday. If not, we can keep doing this. Doesn't matter to me. But uh, anyway, be kind to one another. Vaya con Dios. And uh, keep, you know, seriously, who are you finding shelter in? And what are you finding shelter in? 